Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I know a lot of you listen on Monday mornings, but if you're not, I'd encourage you to pour a glass of Cody Road. Join us. It's early enough in the evening. We're starting at 9.39 in the p.m. English bringing us home. What's up, Bloom? Uh, it was a long weekend. <laughs> yeah. I'm here. Uh, we'll get to that. Thanks to Mechdine. Yeah, thanks to Mechdine for having our, us. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, thanks to Mechdine, our friends at the uh, Mechdine Corporation. God love them. Uh, check them out at Mechdine.com. You know, everybody's going to be doing the New Year's resolutions mm-hmm. coming up. Oh, I want to lose pounds. I hate my life. I hate my job. I hope you don't hate your life. But if you do, uh, maybe a better job would help. And maybe you should go to Mechdine.com and check out their job openings. They're always looking for great Iowa Staters. 25 years, MacDyne, of partnering with global clients to deliver innovative technology solutions and services. Thank you to them, uh, great Iowa Staters, for supporting the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network and everything we do at CycloneFanatic.com. Uh, Bloom is back from Lubbock. I, I had the better assignment for the weekend. You, I got to call <laughs> Friday night, which was a blast. At Hilton Coliseum, we'll do some basketball uh, coming up here later on in the show. But, of course, we start with the, um, man, just the disappointing loss in Lubbock Bloom. I, uh, for those who heard instant reaction, I'll kind of reiterate and bounce you off of, off of you. Yeah, West Virginia, I, I was pissed after that game. I thought, like, man, we didn't play well, but Iowa State still, I thought, should have won. Yeah, there was something you could lean on a little bit there with the officiating. And I... I just like he had every opportunity to grab that one yesterday, even despite the slow start. The you know the disappointing part to me, and I I felt really bad listening to the guys in the post game because it's like man, yeah. it's that whole thing like man we feel bad but they feel worse. Hundred that, percent. That's so true. But it was just like you have all these experienced guys and you have a shot to put it in the end zone at the end of the game and you can't do it. You settle for a field goal, and at that point it's like you. Listen, you sign up with whatever comes if you can't punch it in the end zone, right? And you, then you, like, to lose on a 62-yard field goal is is brutal. Like, I, I, that you could watch college football another 10 years, and that probably won't happen again. But yet, I think everybody watching that is like, <laughs> we deserve they it. They weren't shocked. Yeah. No, I wasn't. And they, By the way, he made that by oh, five yards. He could have kicked it from 70, maybe. Yeah. And the ball, for some reason, yesterday there, that's why when... And I was like, okay, percentage to say there's no way he's going to make this. However, the ball was carrying like crazy there yesterday for some reason. I mean, yeah. every single kick, 
seemed, went through the end zone for the most part. Yeah, even the ones against the wind. Yep. Yeah. So, well, I, they I, are close to uh, area. Yeah, <laughs> area fifty one. Yes, it's really close weird, to Mexico. Weird stuff. Weird, weird stuff happens in that area. It's of the country. a strange part of the world. But no, it was man when he 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 just pounded that thing. So, but yeah, you leave it up to chance like that, and um, bad things can happen. <sighs> that. That was my takeaway. I had two big takeaways. Um, that was number one. Mm-hmm. Is I I genuinely felt like, and I give Texas Tech a lot of credit because I thought I I misread it, and I thought that they could be in a the season's over mode for us, and they were the opposite. They were, yep, they, they were playing they, like they crazy. used the bye week to yeah. to rally the troops. For Shout one more out time. to Sonny Cumbie. Yep. He had those guys ready to go, and Iowa State was slow to start again on the road and couldn't couldn't make the comeback. But I didn't. You know, I felt like they got robbed in Morgantown. I did not feel that way at all yesterday. I was just like, "Hey, you reap what you sow. You know, you you give up that big of a lead. You you don't punch it in at the end. Um, credit to that kid for making the kick. I I was positive too. This is where I, I was deflated at the end. I was positive they were going down and scoring at the end of that game. Iowa State. Oh, like, yeah. I, I was positive. Yeah. And when you settled for the field goal, it was like, and then I, and I don't blame John Haycock for how he did it, but you get back in that soft defense and you're just begging him. I, I get it. Like, yeah. I know why you do that because if you let somebody get behind you, then you're and, done. Yeah. But so then it was that and clearly a disappointing season. Nobody will shy away from that on this show. And you, you know, you watch some of the tweets rolling and everybody's emotional. And my other thought was, man, like this was already a, 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 a disappoint, a mildly disappointing year going into yesterday. But I think you still so. had a chance to win the Big Twelve, so yep. it was not. Um, but now it is, and there's some finality to it. You can feel that way while still being very appreciative that you're living in the greatest time ever to be an Iowa State football fan. Two things can be true at once. Yes. So yeah. The, uh, that would where be, we're at. That's, that's where we're like at right my now. therapy toward the Cyclone Nation right there. Two things can be true. Much better spot than you've ever been in the history of the program. Uh, but, man, yeah, it's 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 disappointing to not be able to say that you're going to be playing for a Big 12 championship. Because yep. that was the goal. Yeah, and, and the guys said that. I mean, yeah. uh, Jake Hummel had the quote, like, our goal was to get to the Big 12 championship, and now that's pretty much... I mean, I think there's there might be like a weird like 0.5% chance. I mean, yeah, there again, are loopholes. It's but. although that might even be gone. I'd have to run it, and I didn't have the heart to even do it today. But it's disappointing. I mean, Chris, uh, that game to me was probably the most disappointing game in the Campbell era that I've watched. Um, hmm. Just, I mean, just think about it. Yeah, it it's Ten, just eleven point favorite. Yeah, I mean, you're you're a favorite. You're on the road. You still got something to play it's for these now. Damn interim coaches. The Oakland. <laughs> man, you're, you're kidding me. Um, you know the the Big Twelve championship last year was disappointing, but in a different context, right? Because you you, you got there. I think uh, this Iowa is, this year was more disappointing to me. Yeah, that that too. But at but, least but whatever. You know, but I think the but goal, at least you still had all that in front of you. Yeah, the goal was yeah. still to, be, to get back to to Dallas or Arlington in the Big Twelve championship, and and you just didn't play well. Like you can look at that Iowa game and defense still played pretty pretty much lights out. You got buried by special teams and turnovers. Where this one was. Again, you just took a nap in the first half, and you couldn't yeah. dig yourself out of it. But even you, you had a chance to do it, and you couldn't. And the defense just never got it going all day. And there are, there are, I'm sure there are reasons for it. 
but giving up 529 yards of offense, which is the most since Campbell and Haycock's first year. So ever since they've gone to this new defense, this, that was the most yardage allowed by Iowa State. Be interesting to get some real football people to break that down but, at some point. But and, I, they, and they allowed again. Smith played great. And, and <laughs> Whipper put it. He he looked like Vince Young's offspring. He's huge. He's yeah. a big guy. Yeah. And he played great. He didn't seem seemingly miss a pass yeah, all Tyler day. Tyler Shucks out there. Iowa State's playing yeah. for the Big Twelve. It, <laughs> you know what changed? What changed is is yeah. third that first drive for them. It's third and thirteen. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. Iowa State gets a penalty. Yeah. It made it third and eight, and he fires a you know a tough pass. It's caught, and the guy runs for twenty five yards. And from that, I think if Iowa State gets stopped, this is how crazy the game of momentum is and momentum is in college football if i was to get to stop there goes down and scores you may have pack up the the tent mode in in lubbock but because they go down and score and then they rally and then everyone's kind of fired up down there on that sideline and the whole tenor of the game changed and then you had the early turnover in the second half which to me too yeah because you you did feel like at some point you knew iowa state would put it and you needed tech to kind of quit at that point when you were down that far and, man, it just kept that ball rolling for them. And it did come. And you could feel it in that stadium. Like, it, it was right after they did the weird thing where the guy threw the water bottle. Right. And they it's, moved. That was insane. Like That whole it, situation was insane down there. I st- why did they just move them? I have no idea. Like, it, it, it defies logic. What? All they did was move them closer to Iowa State's bench so they could be louder. Correct. That was what I got. I was like, what They the didn't hell? kick them out. Like, like, that would have been one thing. Well, like, everybody leave. Did they ever say what the point was in just moving them over? No. Okay. That's just a weird... That was just, and they, they were throwing tortillas all day. Tortillas? Yeah, that's what they do in Lubbock, in Texas Tech games. They throw tortillas. Is on that the why field. they're called Taco Tech? It's part of the reason. Okay. Yeah. So they literally throw tortillas. I've on always the field wondered why people call on, them that on plays, and they actually threw one when I was driving that direction. That preceded. There was a big tortilla that I actually thought was a flag in one of Iowa State's bigger plays. And of then you uh, would go to the officiant, right? And then, but the water bottle came in, and that's what that's prompted the ten minute delay where they had loud PA announcements yeah. like sportsmanship. And then, and but then they just moved. They them. moved them all over. Some went to the end zone. Okay. Like towards the video board, but most of them just went over behind the Iowa so, State bench. So it made no sense to me. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Uh, but it was there, a, it there was, was a stop after that. Yes. Right. And and it was just like because I actually felt a little bit like it was the anti taunting penalty against um, mm-hmm. which game was that Oklahoma State. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I'm saying? Where it fired the crowd up, and I thought when the water bottle thing happened or the tortilla. <laughs> Yeah, whatever. I actually thought that that pissed off the tech crowd. I was like, "Oh no, that's this is going to be bad for us." Um, and I, I'm trying then, to remember. But this, then, like, there I, was I call scored then shortly after. Yeah, that. he had that 17 yard right. run. Or, right. which, by up. the way, and I got a vent on this. The Iowa State offensive line, God bless them. I know they're trying. You take away the the big play runs. Which it's good that they're getting big plays, by the way. It wasn't that long ago where we're talking about, oh, you need some big plays. Mm-hmm. I I haven't run the numbers yet. I do plan to do it this week. I would guess, dating back to West Virginia, so West Virginia, Oklahoma State, uh, Texas even, and Saturday, if you eliminate those, Brees is under three yards per carry. That would be my oh, guess. I think so. They are not running the ball. There's no push. No. There's, a, I, there's a couple guys that are banged up. Up front, it just but their pass pro is fine. Mm-hmm. They're I mean, just not getting the. They're not getting. It the wasn't push. great against West Virginia. Brock was 
running around quite a bit, but it wasn't bad on Saturday. No, it was fine. Pass pro was fine. But they are not running the football very well nope. for having the best running back in the country. Nope. And Brees is doing a lot of David Montgomery stuff. Yeah. Where, you know, he's making making some runs out of nothing there. And that that was the biggest part of the game for me. If you look at Tech's numbers, they, yeah. they've been. That's why I picked Iowa State I, to win same. by three touchdowns. But if, if they had the weirdest, they've had the weirdest year. Tech. I mean, they're bull eligible now. I mean, you can get. We get another conversation. Why in the world are they even? Why did they making this Matt move? Wells. But it's yeah. it's fine. Uh, but they've had some games where they've been really good against the run, and others where they've just been you know horrifically bad. Like they gave up over three fifty to both Texas and TCU, but only allowed seventy five to OU, and only I think it was eighty to Iowa State. Like. They clearly have some players up front, and they played hard. And Iowa State couldn't move them. And that changed. You know, I think Iowa State went in there thinking, all right, let's get Hall going. Let's do yeah. this like we always do. And it never came to fruition. And by the time they adjusted second half, they still tried to pop a couple in the middle with Brees. But most of it was, I mean, Purdy threw the ball, what, 30 times in the second half? I mean, it was to Kohler. Yeah, it was Kohler and um, Hutchinson Allen. and Allen, right. Yeah. So I think, it was, again, that first half, you know, you can look at it and go, well, man, if we just threw the ball uh, a lot more early, then that game's, you know, we, we Iowa State wins that game, you know, 45-41 or something. But I think he tried to establish the run. It just never was there, and I think it surprised everybody. Disappointing, man. It was, it was, it was it's, rough. It's, uh, yeah, it's just, it, it's a really weird spot to be in because you, in the, um, the, the way it, the, it will be portrayed by many, it is hard as an Iowa State fan. Um, it what bugs me. The one thing that that does bug me, and it continues to bug me, and this is where I'll be the just straight homer, is you, you'll see stuff out there like, oh, the only way they got a good year was the COVID, COVID year. Mm-hmm. I've already seen it. And but my old response to that is, why is that a detriment? Like, shouldn't you get credit for navigating a pandemic better than others? And and that's how I land on that. If you hear. Um, some some jackass. There's some guy. English sent English sent this guy to me. Did you see this guy? I don't know if I did. I tried to stay off the the Twitter. Uh, some night. guy named John Kurtz. Oh, it's, that's the K State guy. Who is this guy? He's got like a YouTube and stuff. So, but he says he's an announce play by play K State sports. I don't know. What does I mean, he do for K State? He's not their main guy or their women's basketball guy. I know that. So is he just acting like he's a is he does he a have a, he's a YouTube he has a YouTube channel. Is he a Learfield guy? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I've seen John 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 Kurtz made some YouTube videos with the alignment stuff, the Big Twelve stuff. He uh he he's tweeting all sorts of death, taxes, Matt Campbell losing five games. <laughs> okay, bud. Um then he put an asterisk, COVID year with crazy injury, COVID luck excluded. Which that... The only reason I saw this is because our Rob Gray, I believe, had had a few cocktails. <laughs> that last way, night. Rob. Rob was just going like scorched earth on Twitter last night, and I, I'm assuming he was drinking, which is fine. We're Cyclone fanatic. We're not the Des Moines Register here. <laughs> but um, <laughs> so then this guy tweets in all seriousness, and I want to talk about this with Lincoln Riley because actually. I made a similar tweet about Lincoln Riley, but uh-huh. I, I'm dead serious. I believe that this to be the truth, and we'll get to it in a moment. He goes, in all seriousness, today is exactly why Campbell at least listens when TCU calls. He's hit a ceiling at Iowa State. The best team in school history is likely going to finish 7-5. and five. The ceiling is higher at TCU, Michigan State, etc. He's a good 
to very good coach, but not elite. And this got all the Iowa State <laughs> fans mad last night. But it's it's actually quite ridiculous, though. Like, the, the ceiling at TCU is to win a New Year's Six game, which Iowa State did a year ago. Right. You it's know, like, I mean, it's it's they've the same, literally done the same the thing. It's the same ceiling. Yeah. I mean, the argue, argument would be, well, okay, DFW's bigger. You probably pull from, you know, a different recruiting base. But that's that's pretty short-sighted. And Anyways, it, I promised Chris English that we would roast this guy. <laughs> And a lot of Iowa State fans were tagging me on it. And I was like, I'm not going to get into a pissing contest with this dude on Twitter. Yeah, I mean, that's what he's looking for Correct. by doing that. Oh, we probably just gave him way too much publicity. You know, it. You'll, but, you'll, this, but I brought it up because that's the type of stuff you're going to hear. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah, I mean, oh, this is this is Iowa State's best team. And, you know, it's probably... No, I would argue last year was their best team. Cl- I mean, clearly. Yeah, right. So, that, I mean, that's... that's. I mean, still one of Fiesta Bowl One reason year. or another, uh, this year didn't... Didn't come to fruition. It, you, you, you're right. You still won the Fiesta Bowl last year. It, but it goes to Iowa State. Still at the point where you cannot just out talent people. Yeah, absolutely. And you get into these one possession games. And okay. what is Iowa State in one possession games this year? I think they're two and four. Or what were they last year? I think they were four Undefeated. and two. Or yeah, I mean they whatever. lost the Oklahoma State game, but they scored a late touchdown. Yeah. Um, and then the. Oklahoma game in the Big 12 championship, but right. So they were much better though last year uh, in in those close games. And you, and you get into these situations, and really outside of the Oklahoma State game, Iowa State hasn't been able to really finish teams. No. Um, and and that's that's just the nature of the game. And when you get into this, uh, I, it's not like Iowa State's getting blown out at all. But when you get into a a, a play here, a play there, and it seems like at least West Virginia, Baylor, and um, tech. Those guys made the plays, and Iowa State left several out there. I did. Speaking of uh, opinionated people, for some reason they had the. Are we going to call somebody else? Out? No, no. Oh, there's just a, just the a nature of, nature of it. nature of the media world let's, and fans. Let's and, make some. No, no, this is this was this is actually enlightening to me. Mandel, so I, we get on the bus uh, last night, <laughs> at least on our bus. So I'm not on the players' bus, but they had the Texas Tech basically cycling reaction show on. Yeah. Oh, in the no. first twenty, 20- it was on the bus. It was on the bus, which I mean, that's it's in poor taste. That's probably a poor taste by the bus. Yeah, why is this guy on. blaring like, that we after? Need, we need your dad, Mike Williams, just playing jock jams. That'd have been better. <laughs> why? But really, what kind of bus driver does that? That's I don't a, know. It's it's really disrespectful. It is a little, but it was interesting because so I'm I'm listening to this. The first twenty five minutes of this guy's program and these fans calling in was complaining about the officiating. Yeah, and they just won. And they won. Yeah, but it just—I mean, they—they well, they thought they so just those so, calls were right. Like they I, got those calls right. I agree, but it just goes to show that yeah. you know when next time you're you're complaining about officiating, <laughs> um, this so this was the other side of the corner. It seems like I was they got every review yesterday, every call, too. and that's another yeah. reason why I felt like after the game, I'm like, this just feels different. Like it, it, we had every opportunity. Yeah, but it, and it was just yeah. it's so just sharing with with you as well. It just it came off poorly for this fan base to be complaining for 25 minutes of of poor officiating they literally thought the guy's like we got jobbed in that game and still won it's did like, you see what their twitter feed tweeted out yeah and then they deleted it oh did they delete yeah it? i think they deleted it what they say overturn can't overturn you can't this. overturn the final score right yeah they deleted that so anyway it was just a frustrating day and like, you know the, the defense just the secondary played poor again, yeah, and I don't. I didn't see TJ Tampa out there yesterday. I don't dude, know if they, if he's banged but, up or they're almost incapable of going one on one right now with the corners. It's tough. And I don't understand it. And, and Tech had some good guys, and Price and Ezekama made some plays. And they're big, and but McDonald was 
was dinged up. Rose Which, wasn't at full speed again. So you've got a lot of soreness. You got some guys hurt playing through some things, but everybody does. And so it's like you can't say, well, you know, it's just injuries because everybody's going through it. And Iowa State just, uh, you know, was just was was poor in the first half. I'm really concerned about next week. I'll tell you about it here. You got me all uh, when you're talking about the. Geogra- ge- it's like three hours from Area 51 in Lubbock. <sighs> and we wonder so that, why the that, balls sail. If that game is in Ames, there's no way that, that no, gets to the goal. Absolutely not. But aliens, man. We'll get to that here in a minute. I need to talk about this Lincoln-Riley deal, and we'll get into next week. We're also going to have um, some basketball conversation, so it's not all negative. I want to thank our friends at Gravitate Coworking. <laughs> GravitateCoworking.com. As you I bet Jeff find. Wood has watched the X-Files. <laughs> Jeff Wood emailed me, and we had a listener go into Cedar Falls and say, horns down and get a free day Yes. at Gravitate Coworking. Thank you, whoever that is. How badass is that? If you need a place to work, you should go to GravitateCoworking.com and check out all of their great membership options. Right now, we are hammering Cedar Falls. Eastern Iowa, you hate where you live. If you're an Iowa State fan listening to this and you live in Eastern Iowa, you're likely miserable and you need to get out of your house and go to a place where everybody knows your name. And that's Gravitate Coworking. Do what this one listener did. Go in there and and I guarantee you, I haven't asked Jeff about this, but if you go in there and go horns down. It still applies after this week. Yeah, if you pump your chest to Lance Leipold, <laughs> you'll likely get a free day at Gravitate Coworking. GravitateCoworking.com. I bet you when they signed up for this sponsorship, they never thought that the X-Files theme would be. Uh, Did you watch that? The X-Files? Yeah. No, it was. Way too unrealistic for me. My uh, roommate in college loved the show, so he had it on like all the time. Like our show? No, loved oh. the X-Files. So I got, we got a lot of Duchovny in the large, large hall, seventh floor. So here's my concern. Um, I don't think, I'm not, concern isn't right, but like I'm putting on my objective hat here. Any other program in the country, I would look at this the same way. Okay. I'm less concerned because I know the guys in Iowa State's locker room. I know the coaches. I have a lot of faith in them. Um, everything you came back for is gone for the most part. Yeah. Other than playing with your, your brothers for the last. Correct. Yes. That used to be a really big deal. I still think it's a big deal with this team, but you see it all the time where guys are like, yeah, you know what? I'm gonna hang it up. Um, now I'm not saying that Iowa state's players are not going to play. Um, the fire and all that stuff, like still having that the next two weeks. Yeah. I think it's, and, I mean, you look to a bowl game, too. I mean, does Brees Hall play? In a, I, I, I don't even want to go there. That I shouldn't have said that, but, like, I, I, I'm. do you see where I'm at? My head's at. It's like, where are you at right now in the season in this locker room? Well, that's one of the – it's crazy how expectations can alter your perceptions of a Absolutely. season. Absolutely. I mean, if you think about it, four years ago, Iowa State was in the same place, and everyone's so fired up about life. Kill to be in this Yeah. Spot. Yeah. But it's just, it is. This is why, and it, but this is completely different. Like, this is arguably, arguably more disappointing than Matt's first year when Iowa State won three games. Yeah. But it's just the nature of, you know, when you have these high expectations and they're not met and you now have two games left and it's like, well, well what's what are we doing here? But I think it does help to have Oklahoma up next. 
That's a fun yeah. place to go play. And the it's going to be rocking. And there's no love lost. No, not at all. Programs. Not and after what happened in Dallas last year, and Oklahoma still, you know, with the SEC stuff and still with the reputation of being the big bad guy in the conference, I'm not worried about this week. Um, you know, the concern be are how banged up is Iowa State though. You That's know, my it, deal. Yeah, and so if you, if is it harder to than play through? I don't know. I mean, we'll we'll you find think, out. Think about this though, like just in any Iowa State football team, any of you guys have ever watched. I'm talking to the audience. You you basically take out two guys on your defense who are first to third round draft picks. Yes, like that in a normal scenario. I mean, okay, think of it this way. And he didn't even get drafted when you remove Jake not from that defense. Mm-hmm. When he got hurt, right? Mm-hmm. The difference that it, it was, made. It went downhill. So you watch fast. the defense in the first half, and you watch it at West Virginia without Rose, and then you have Will McDonald out, who's probably who is the best edge rusher in the history of Iowa State football, maybe in one of the in the history of the Big Twelve, right there with Von Miller for crying out loud, statistically. Yep, and then Annie got banged up early. Yeah, so it's like, well, no wonder they struggled, but that does concern me next week. Like, yeah. I, I mean, just hoping that these guys are – I. but, man, Oklahoma was bad. Yeah, what they happened? They were really bad. Um, they, here's my point, okay? And I got a little bit of flack for this, but I, I, I think it makes a lot of sense. What I tell you uh, when the realignment stuff started, I said, Steve Sarkeesian now has the hardest job in college football hmm. because he's got to – like, changing leagues is hard. Uh, look at over the course of time. The one I can think of who it worked really well for initially was Missouri, but they were at the all-time peak of their program at that point with Gary Pinkle, and they went to a weak division in the SEC East. Okay, look at every other like recent realignment move. It took TCU a while. Yep. Nebraska still hasn't recovered. Colorado is ne- a shade of the program that they once were. Um, you know, uh, the other Big Ten ones were just for monetary purposes, right? Sure, like. My whole deal with Oklahoma, uh, I'm watching them right now. Similar season to Iowa State, seems weird. They only have one loss. But they were talking, I thought they were a national title contender coming into the year with Rattler, with that defense, pretty much everybody coming back. Yeah, so where's their head at this week? Correct. (laughs) That's my point. And if I'm, hear hear me out on this. Another 11 a.m. game for for those poor folks in Norman, too. (laughs) If I am Lincoln Riley. I strongly consider calling LSU this week. Hmm. You are right now at Oklahoma, the second best job in your league and consistently going to playoffs in New Year's Six. Maybe the best job. Maybe. I would still say Texas is a better job. Okay. Um, I think that Oklahoma has obviously had more success. Yeah, I bet if Nick Saban were having a few Cody Rhodes with us, hey, Nick, what's the better job? Yeah. Texas or Oklahoma? He's going to tell us Texas. True. Um, and I, I, here's where I got some flack for this because I believe, and I, I think if you pulled 100 FBS coaches and you asked them, is LSU a top five job in the country? 80% of them would say yes for mm-hmm. all sorts of different reasons. Uh, geographics, um, recruiting, uh, support from your, your administration doesn't care if you cheat, like you can do all kinds of stuff down there. It's a top five job. Anybody in the know in this business will tell you that. Lincoln Riley's going from having the second best job in the Big 12 where he's dominated. And he just he just took the torch from Bob Stoops. Everything was going. Right now, you're on a downturn. In my opinion, Oklahoma's getting ready because of the uncertainty. You're recruiting. You don't know where to tell guys where you're going to play. 
Like that is a that's yeah, an absolute that could be, fact. Could be right a year, now. could be two years, and then you have to go boom and switch leagues. That's going to take you two to three years to get SEC type of players. Not that they don't have guys that can can't compete in the SEC right now because they obviously do. We've seen them beat SEC teams. But to sustain that style of play week in, week out, you're going to have to recruit differently. I, if I'm Lincoln Riley right now, I'm looking at this and saying, man, like, because Lincoln Riley's there to win national titles. He's there to win natties. There's no doubt in my mind. You could go to LSU tomorrow, make more money than you are now. Yep. And in two years, be in a spot to win a national championship. Where I think at Oklahoma right now, the way this thing's setting up, because of the negativity right now, because of the... Uh, trajectory of they don't know when they're going to this league. Maybe they know more behind the scenes than I do. They probably do. But I think they're in the Big 12 at least one more year. Agreed. Probably one more year would be my gut. They're not going to the SEC next year. Um, Call LSU. You would get the job tomorrow. That's interesting. Yeah, that'd be a big move. I I do wonder with Riley. Where is that? This was my point. Oklahoma's a middle-of-the-pack job in the SEC. Uh, Is it? Let's go through it. Florida. Florida, Georgia, Alabama, LSU are all above it. Correct. So there's so, four. So you're fifth best. You're fifth. Texas is in the league. They're better. Okay, so you're sixth. And there's 16 is, teams. Is Texas okay. A&M a better job? Uh, probably right now. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's probably, honestly, it's easier to recruit to College Station than Norman. It's a middle-of-the-pack job oh, in yeah, the okay. SEC. All right. Point proven. That's my exact. I, I, the the I thing mean, with Riley, there though, was a day where Tennessee, like Auburn fans, would be like, "I don't think Auburn's a better job." Auburn fans would try and tell you it is. Yeah, you know, like I'm telling you, man, they're they're not Arkansas. No, but, but they're not. They're definitely not LSU. That hell is, that's no. A fact. The so, but we just right. got to, you have to wonder with There's Riley if if Riley wants to just go to the NFL, which has been rumored for a while that he'd look at that, too. So we'll see. I mean, this will be an interesting offseason because I think a lot of these... It's my dog eating over there. Looks, eating? Like a, looks like an iPad monitor, potentially. Okay. No, that's or not, a, not a monitor, a, a box. box. He's right. fine. That's fine. Yeah, he's fine. I think it, it'll be... This will be a, a really interesting offseason because this is the first time realignment, you know, when realignment happened or all the news, the coach has already been settled. We'll see how that impacts things going forward. But yeah, it's, it's, it, it's a logical point. Um, but the only kind of points I know how to make, Bloom. I'm just curious, you know, then where does Matt, you know, where does Matt fit into that too? I mean, could you make right. the same argument? But I, I, obviously I, it's not changing a conference. I wanted to save this conversation for the end of the year, but hell, let's do it right now. What the hell is that? This was supposed to be the X-Files theme. There we it's go. It's the upbeat version. <laughs> this is a remix. This is like... Okay, so I gotta ask this. I gotta ask this question, and we, we have this going because this is all hypothetical. Yeah, okay? of course. Just like the entire X Files show. <laughs> I gotta ask this it, question. It may or may not be. Yeah. I gotta ask this question this week. So, is what's Campbell gonna do? And I was like, Well, I don't know. It's every offseason. Like, I, yeah, I go. The, we're not really in any different territory right now than than we have been. The the guy's point was, well, yeah, you are because this is like all of his seniors and stuff. And I go, okay, well, let me let me challenge you. And I understand your point. Let me challenge you with this. In the new Big 12, Iowa State has the biggest stadium in the league. Mm-hmm. Iowa State has probably the second biggest fan base in the league. 
Yeah, BYU. BYU would be number one. Yeah. I think West Virginia would probably be like, you know, they yeah. they probably have. But, like, you look at Oklahoma State, they've had success. They're not filling up the stadium. Nope. Texas Tech doesn't fill up the stadium. Nope. Kansas State's right there, I think. They've got a pretty yeah, loyal fan they're, base. They're there. They're, they're really good. But my point being, where are you at job-wise in this new Big 12? You're definitely top four when you look at facilities, recent success, fans, all that stuff. If I'm Matt Campbell, I'm looking at Iowa State right now. Well, geez, I'm making $4 million. Mm-hmm. I can do whatever the hell I want. And I'm going to have access to the playoff, and I'm getting the heavyweights out. Now I'm one of the heavyweights. Yeah. So is it really this no-brainer for Matt Campbell to be like, oh, now I'm going to move up? I don't think it is. Yeah, you're done, on it done, today. Done with the, you're uh, on it today. Done with the conspiracy. You, there, there, you could absolutely say that... I always say it's a better job than it's ever been. The Well, the, the realignment, Texas and OU leaving, is actually better for keeping Matt Campbell. Thank you. When you say I'm on it today, you does are. that mean I'm like not usually? Well, I'm just, I mean, sometimes you you seem like you're, you're, you've got energy. I don't know if it's like the Otzelberger errors got you fired up about life. <laughs> it, it a little that bit. You're 2-0 and and ready to bit. go against Alabama State on Tuesday. What's going on? But, man, Williams is on it today. Like, I, Cody Rhodes kicking in? I don't know. I'm There's there's multiple multiple things here, but the um, here's what's what, – I'm driving back – from taking my daughters to Clorinda, it was one Friday ago, and I had an epiphany. So I called into the NASCAR radio. Uh, I'm listening to the NASCAR radio on Sirius. There's like a, there's like a sports talk? Yeah, a talk show. Okay. It's a NASCAR talk show. With, uh, Dave Moody, they call him the godfather. He's been one of the MRN guys for like 30 years. Okay. And I called in, and I'm chatting with him. MRN mean Motor Racing Motor Network. Racing Network, of course, yeah. yeah. And... He he makes this point to me because uh, we were talking about Denny Hamlin. So you're on, like you you're a caller on the yeah, show. Do you yeah. have a name I'm, or are you just, just Chris and I? Chris and I. Okay. And he he's talking about Denny Hamlin and how well he's like you know Chris, uh, you know I've been doing this for a long time and and I don't really don't give a damn what people think anymore. And he's like that's probably Hamlin. And I was like wait a minute that's kind of me. But but my point being like so you're you're asking where all this fire's coming yeah, from. Yeah, I love it. Yesterday, like I I just am so done with like the Twitter trolls and like stuff like that where I just I now I wake up. I used to have fire because I wanted to just stick it to mainstream media all uh-huh. the time and grow the cyclone fanatic thing. Yep. Well now we we've kind of arrived. And now I just want to stick it to haters. And not haters of me, yeah, haters yeah. in general. Just general who suck who suck positivity energy. away from the world. Those types of people. I like that. And uh, I was getting into it with all these Oklahoma fans. And then this this jackass from Kansas State starts yucking it up. And I'm like, you know what? We're going to go after him. That's what we're going to do. I, Sorry. that You asked where it came from? I'm telling you. You should just start your own YouTube and just bury John Kurtz's YouTube. <laughs> if John Kurtz is listening, he can come on the podcast next week. We won't bite. Actually, there's zero point in having him on. Uh, yeah, I, I feel like... I mean. Yeah, whatever. He's definitely not getting a bottle of Cody Road like Stu did. Yeah, and doesn't send. And doesn't a thank even you. send a thank you. That would have like, um, you know, that would have really affected me like three years ago. Now it's just like, all right, you don't send the thank you. Now we're going to make fun of you every week. <laughs> uh, real quick, farm story meets. So we've been doing the thing all year where you get deals mm-hmm. when Iowa State wins. 
God bless him, Ray. Uh, Ray Schmidt owns the place. He uh, he's like, you know, what? I wanted to give Iowa State fans something this week, despite the loss, because that he's like that Oregon State win was huge on Friday night. So he's giving away. Uh, I want to make flat iron steak. He's giving away flat iron steak right now. If you wow. go to farmstorymeats.com, iron, I-R-O-N, use that promo code, free flat iron steaks. That's a hell of a deal. And while you're there, you should check out their subscription box bundles. That's a that's the way to go because you just got this really high quality meat delivered directly to your door all the time. They hey, come every be, four weeks. You could be the uh, the star of the holidays coming up. Yes, you can you can do that. You can cancel any time. Uh, you can also give is uh, like you said is meat uh, is a, is a gift and all that stuff. Check out farmstorymeats.com. I actually. Smoked bacon and made bacon burnt ends yesterday during the game. Buddy, that sounds good. I had a really bad brisket burger in the press box. It, just, it was kind of a damper from the get-go yesterday. Press box food in general has taken a massive Normally dive. Normally tech's really good. It, usually they have a Tex-Mex thing, which should yeah. be the case there. And then, man. But I, I'm just saying, like, in general, Not press box food 10 years ago, like, schools took a lot of pride in that. And now they're like, oh, you guys are just lucky we even let you here because we have Twitter. They, <laughs> they used to want to impress the media. No, I'm serious. There's truth to that. Like, you used to go to games and, like, you get, like, a full-course meal. And I don't even think we deserve that. Like, whatever. I, if As far as I'm concerned, the media should eat before they go to work like everybody else does. <laughs> sure. And we wouldn't all be morbidly obese if you weren't feeding us all the time. But it used to be we want to make these guys feel good. Because we need positive press. Right. Now, they all view the media as like, well, these hacks, all they do is criticize us, and we put out the positive stuff on our Twitter channel. So why should we So why should we impress the them? We're going to spend the least amount of money on these hacks as possible. They did have ice cream treats, which was nice. Good for them. Yeah. Um, okay, well, coming up here in about 15, 20 minutes, we'll play Guess the Point Spreads yes. with Brent Bloom. I have not seen a thing. Neither have I. I've been at a birthday. I had a PJ Mass theme birthday party today. Shout out to my nephew Jackson, turned four. It's a good age for PJ Mass. Yeah, PJ Mass are phenomenal. It's a good show. Apparently, they're making a big comeback because of Disney Plus. Disney, That's, damn. My two sister in laws are both elementary teachers, and they said that the PJ Mass are like the thing now. What are the characters in that? Um, Amaya Gecko, or Amaya becomes Owl at. Yep. Uh, Greg becomes Gecko. Yep. And uh, Catboy. Who's Catboy? Um, shit. What's Catboy's name? I'm, I'm drawing a blank too. Hold on. Man, we're we're big into the Peppa Pig right now at my house. Which one is it? Theo? Ah, uh, both. They both kind of. So we need we need versatile programming. So Elise Pe- is Peppa, obsessed with Peppa, Peppa Pig. Checks a couple of boxes there. So Elise got. Um, Sick again last week, believe it or not. Yeah, it's a shocker. And so I stayed home with her on Thursday, and I bet I watched 45 episodes of Peppa Pig. Pig. Man, they, they turned them out, man, back in the day. It was the only thing that could make her happy on Thursday. Um, Catboy name. For, for your non-parents out there, I apologize. Connor. Connor, you're going to have to get used to this stuff. Um... So we had um, basketball on Friday night. This has been an all-timer tonight. I may as well pour me another uh, Cody Road here. Um, 
That the, Friday the, was the as, atmosphere looked awesome. Friday though. was as fun as I've had in Hilton in what three years. Well, I mean, nobody's really had a lot of. Well, I mean, the, the women have been great, but last year, like, yeah, there were people there. And I was talking to um, Stansbury and I were discussing this, and it was like, really, since that Seton Hall game, before Tyrese got hurt, there really hasn't been a game with energy there because they've been so bad. And once Tyrese got hurt that season, it was kind of like, well, this is pointless. So, like, even, like, the big games, like, people would go, but there wasn't that Hilton energy. Yeah, you're good. December 19 when that was. No. That was right after because no, 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 no. we, we played them in the Bahamas, and then. Yeah, it was December of 2019. Yes. Yeah. Um, point being, though, it was even on Tuesday against Kennesaw State, the crowd was awesome. Great. I thought the same. Yeah, you were there. Yep. You called it on the TV. You, did it, you and Scotty did a good job. Thank you. Um, the crowd loves this team, and I know it's early. By the way, uh, your your colleague on television and uh, now a Cyclone Fanatic employee, Scott Scott Christofferson, has a great column that'll be up on Monday. Man, Scotty's Scotty. gonna be he's gonna be writing weekly columns on basketball, and he's a really good writer. What a treat! Uh, but he, you know, he, he talks about it like we're only two games in. You can't really make sweeping conclusions either way. The one thing I do know. And I even asked Caleb, fire up the grill after the game. I said, dude, like, can you even sustain this? Because you watch them, and it's like, they're all going to be injured. Yeah, they're playing really hard. <laughs> yeah, and there was only 10 of them. Yeah. Nine, really. But I, Iowa State fans, we, we've said this forever. Uh, our dear friend Bill Finley has said this forever. They're very educated. They know when you're playing hard. They know when you're not. And they will, re- even if you're not winning all the time, they will reward you by showing up and cheering if you play your ass off. This team is playing its ass off, and they're a blast to watch. We pretty much nailed the scouting report early in the year, except I don't think anybody really had them 2 0. I, at least, I'm not shocked that they beat Oregon State. I am shocked no, I mean, that they, they handled they the were, game the way that they did. It was did. a pick em, like it was a yeah. complete toss up. But that, the, the fact that Iowa State has done this with sustainable things, which is great because offensively still not great. Yeah, they're not hitting I mean, 15 no. threes. I mean, this is this is this is what honestly, and I'm not comparing this. But this is what the Floyd and Eustachia eras were built on. It's you come every day, you with energy, you guard, you rebound, and your offense is you know, it's going to be hit and miss, but if you bring that every day, this is not like the Hoiberg era or the Prohm era, where Iowa State was so good offensively, it really didn't matter on the other end, honestly. like they, There was nights that they were good there, but it was more of a factor of the other team usually you know, not, yeah. ha- not having a great night offensively. Where right now, this is repeatable. And there will be times, and there will be a lot of times in the Big 12, when the other team's just better. Like It's going to happen a lot. But this gives you a foundation of what you can build on and you can win some games this way, and I just think it's been it's been great defensively. Has been really good, uh, challenging everything, making life difficult. But then you can see the shots still haven't fallen at a high rate, but the movement on offense is a lot better too. And so there's just several things to get excited about. And Absolutely, I think it's um, this is further along than even I thought it could be. Just just with the the players buying in, and you can tell. You can tell that these guys are, are playing for each other, and it's, it's, it's been a fun program to watch so far. Really Here, enjoyable. Here's Bloom what this team can be. I'm very confident in this. 
this team can absolutely be a Wayne Morgan type team. That style, don't take that. The Wayne Morgan era was fun because you knew they could always win at home, right? They won a lot at home. That was the key. You could, I mean, Johnny Orr would never win on the road. He almost never won. People revered him. Yep. This team can make your life hell at Hilton. That's a good point. That's what the, that's, that's got to be the goal, right? Yes. Win as many games at Hilton as you can. Absolutely. If you can win, if you go five and four at Hilton this year in the Big Twelve, that's great. People are going to really be happy. Yes. People are going to really be happy, and you steal one on the. I went from hoping they could get to three to now hoping they can get to five or six. I think that's fair, and you know what? Brockington's really good. Kalsher has got a chance. Tyrese Hunter, dude, is let's talk about he, that. He is. Oh, he has a different level, right? So Dude, that dunk to start the game the other night, holy mackerel! As as Dan McCarney would say, uh, Tyrese Hunter has the juice. I mean, there's, and he's come along even. So you know, I talked a couple weeks ago. I saw him in practice, and the man, you can see it, but it's still not there yet. Yeah. He's come a ways, even in three weeks since I last saw him to Tuesday night. I just think the the growth that he can have as this season goes on could be really, really special. He's you know, I don't think he's a. I definitely don't think he's like a one and done guy, but he's got he's got some things you definitely can't can't teach. And uh, his ability, his fast twitch, his change of direction, his leaping ability, there aren't many Cyclones that can do that. I'll say this: um, where I think the team can get better and will immediately, in my mind, is at the four, because first of all. Fans need to understand about Coach that he's barely practiced. Yeah, he's been he's been like, hurt. He looked to me. He was a lot better against Oregon State than he was on Tuesday. Well, night. The first three halves of the season, he's bad. Like he was even and TJ said that after the game in the post game, he goes, "I I almost wasn't going to put him back in. I go, I'm going to give him one more shot." Mm-hmm. And then he kind of caught it with about 12 to go against Oregon State, and he, he he's like, he just hasn't had his he hasn't had his wind. Okay. Well, now you look at um, Inaruna, who yeah. had some pop. Now he did. His, that was his, he was much his better. His box Friday. score didn't pop, but he he made some play. He made winning basketball plays. He gave you the something. Way that I would yep. Put it. Yep. That's the spot where you look at the lineup. You go. That's the weak link right now. But I would make the argument both of those guys are going to get significantly better very early. Inaruna is Abdul Nader two He even looks like him. Yeah, I mean, I, I get to see if he can make the sh- make a jump shot. So, I mean, that that'd be the question. If mark. he can bring energy and like, yeah, but he was play some defense. His and- length can can cause problems. You know what? It was it was I think it was Christofferson who said it in the CF radio show with Jared Thursday, and I thought it was an awesome comparison about Hunter. He said he reminds me of TJ Ford at Texas. Mm. And I thought that is really really good. That is good. I mean, so TJ wasn't a great shooter but ran the team and just an explosive athlete. So this was like our era of college. And then TJ was top 15, top 10 pick for Milwaukee and, yep. and on and on. I thought that's really good. Like that's Tyrese right. is not a big guy, but he can really change the game. And he brings in an, an excitement level that uh, at that spot that that's really hasn't been seen. I mean, even, you know, Tyrese, Monte, DeAndre Kane down the line, great guards, but Tyrese has that extra, like, he could go and dunk on your head at any moment. That's pretty exciting. He's an impressive young man. Yeah, Even I, when you listen to him in a press conference, it's like, that dude's a freshman. Well, and it just, he, 
it's a reason to pay attention. You know, I, and I don't know what this. The, the good news is these next two will, will should be, be easy up. wins, and then you go to you go to Brooklyn, and then see what happens against some good competition out there, and we'll find out where this Iowa State team is. But if you think about from a week ago yeah. where we were to now, the watchability at least the entertainment level and we all need something to watch in the middle of winter uh, i think it has people you, pretty fired you up you agree with me on the hilton thing though oh like, yeah i mean uh, yeah you are they gonna beat i all i know is this i watched some of those wayne morgan beings those wayne morgan teams knock off top five chris mim in texas um you know beat kansas we've seen that and if if iowa state bat and tj's smart enough to know this because he's been around this place for so freaking long. That's where Steve Prome lost the fan base. It wasn't uh, it wasn't losing to Ohio State yeah. in the first round. He yeah, was I, losing too much at Hilton. That's a good point. And if this team continues, because Iowa State fans are not going to expect this team to go to a tournament, nothing like that right now. But if Fred's first team, they only won three games, but people are pretty excited about that team after the year. Now, I would say that was a more talented team. If you look at it with Deontay, Scotty, Melvin Edgem, whatever, we can have that conversation. But if this team plays like that, they will win. I would put the over-under at three and a half games at Hilton, uh, and I would take the over. And I would take the over. Well, Iowa State fans just—they it'll they be hard on the road. It. Yeah, it'll be—it'll it'll be really but hard. But defense travels. I'd rather do that than be Wayne's. Um, Jake Sullivan team that just you pray that you hit 15 threes. But I think what this week did is it bought in some interest from people go, you know, should I really pay attention to this? Yeah, I think I will. And that's huge because you get the casuals now to go into Hilton Coliseum to watch this team. And I think you really enjoy what you're, what you're going to see. Good stuff. Uh, who Alabama State Tuesday. And then Grambling State Sunday. And you got to call them both? Yeah. Looking forward to that. Grambling, or, uh, Alabama State coached by uh, 14-year NBA veteran Mo Williams. Played with LeBron. Really? Won a national championship. Good or pull right there. Or a world championship. The NBA Finals. Tuesday, Sunday? Tuesday, Sunday. Sunday's at 5. I don't think I can make Tuesday. I'm going to try and get out there on, well, because then I leave on Monday to go with them to New York. New York. So I don't know if I'll make it, but nonetheless, stands will have you covered. Again, what a pull for us getting Scott Christofferson. I, I can't talk him up enough. The guy's putting in the time, man. You got to put in the time. It doesn't matter how much talent you have in our industry. The people who stand out from the others are the ones who are prepared. He is is prepared of a young like media dude as I've ever seen in my life. He works his ass off. He um, and he's super knowledgeable and. Man, that was a blast. So his first ever game on TV was with me on Tuesday night, and you would have felt he's done it for five years. So he's gonna he could be a star if he wants to be. And I, I listen. Um, look, what about the women too? They looked great. Yeah, big one. So Huge big one for them Monday, on Monday night. Monday. Yeah, Huge Monday night game on Monday. South Dakota State. I would encourage anybody to get out get there. Out. Yes, and support them. South Dakota State's a perennial tournament team. We beat Iowa State last year. Yeah, and the women's they, they beat that really good Iowa State uh-huh. team. So, uh, shout out to them. Well, Connor will have you covered on that one. All right, you know what time it is. Woohoo! Let's guess the point spreads with Brent Bloom, featuring Brent Bloom from uh, ESPN Plus. <laughs> Wait a minute! You're one of those guys who was trying to destroy the Big Twelve. That's right. 
now, exorbitant salary I'm getting on doing Alabama State and Kennesaw State games. By the way, Kennesaw goes to Creighton, almost beats them. Yeah, they weren't horrible. I told TJ this. on. I was like, scrappy. listen. How many times have we seen those, like, SWAC type teams, A-Sun teams come in well, and, like, they get down by twin and they, they just quit? Park it. That team played their asses they off. Did. And they were harassing McDermott's Creighton team. So Kennesaw, a 42,000 student enrollment down in Georgia. Really? What a big school. Only a guy with your full-time job would know that. Yeah, it's a big school. Bigger than Iowa State. Serious? Yeah. Yeah. How are they not better? Well, that's, that's good. I mean, they should be better. That's a, they're, so they're right there in Cobb that, County, which is where the Brave Stadium is. Like, yeah. they're right there. That job's like a penny stock. Buy it now. I. Why is that job not better? William Small. Amir Abdurrahim's going to turn him around. Texas at West Virginia. Oh, my gosh. We haven't even spent a oh lot of time Oh, my God. We haven't talked about Texas, Texas at all. <laughs> which have all the, Stay tuned. Have, has everything been told by now? Uh, Texas at West Virginia. West Virginia at this point has to be a four-and-a-half-point favorite. Two. West Virginia's... What about Kansas State, by the way? Shout-out to them, Mike. They just keep rattling. Now tied with Iowa State in the conference. We got the tiebreaker. That's right. John Kurtz. I, this first time I've seen this spread. Iowa State at Oklahoma. I haven't seen it either. Uh, I had seven going into the weekend was my guess. I don't think it's changed a whole lot. I want to say Oklahoma, eight and a half. Five. Oh! Power ratings shift in Iowa State's favor in that one. That is crazy. You know what's crazy, though? If you would tell an Iowa State fan before the year, you're going to be only a five-point underdog in Norman. Yeah, you'd be like, oh, we're undefeated. Let's go. Let's go. Just crazy, crazy game. Crazy game of football. I mean, come on. Never mind. I'm not even going to get into it. Iowa gets Illinois this week. (laughs) Okay. Um, Nebraska, Wisconsin. Where the hell are all the Big Twelve games? Just calm down, everybody. I'm getting there. Kansas snapped the the skid. 2008 losing streak. Thank God Iowa State's off of that stat now. That's right. Kansas is at TCU. Bloom. The TCU just got Kansas. Just annihilated. owns the state of Texas. Right? They may. They may. I mean, it's only taking you 13 years to buy that Kansas stock, but I told off. you, you just got to hire the right coach. Uh, TCU 15. 21 and a half. Whoa. Opened at Disres- 23. Disrespect to the Jayhawks. Uh, the BYU BYU at Georgia Southern. What? Or what are they doing down there? Independent. That you got to schedule games. Bizarre. BYU. conflict of culture. Seriously, you think about that. Georgia Southern. Georgia Southern. Yeah. They, that's the home of Jace Adcock, the guy who chugged the beer on the bus and got kicked off the team. This is news to me. Shut up. You didn't hear about this? No, when did this happen? Georgia Oh, my God. Why did jo- you get kicked off for chugging a beer? Georgia Southern has a tradition where they all ride a school bus into the stadium. It's like their spirit walk. Okay. Jace Adcock was this country music artist defensive tackle. He was a senior. This one, uh, what, what, year, what year are we talking? No, this just happened. So he's a country music artist? Yeah. No, he's Currently? Like, yeah. The name, image, and likeness was great to him because he could start getting paid on his gigs. 
Jace Adcock. I've tried to get him on Fanatics for weeks now. I can't get a hold of him. Jace Adcock is riding on top of the school bus, and the tailgaters start chucking beers at him. He grabs before two, the game. Before the game, on his way there, Jace Adcock goes straight stone cold Steve Austin. Just chugs it. Takes these beers, cracks them open, and chugs them on his way to the game. So then. They're, you know, it catches all this social media attention. Sure. Coach is like, hey, probably shouldn't be doing that. Adcock is like, hey, uh, Adcock goes on Twitter and, like, just starts boasting in the fame. He loves it. He loves that this is his brand now. And he gets suspended for a game. Yeah. Adcock goes on there and be like, I can't believe I only got a game for that. <laughs> starts mocking it and being like, hell yeah, I would do it all over again. Adcock then gets called in and is kicked off the team. Guy's a legend. We need to do the. We need to get a transfer of Jace Adcock to Iowa State tomorrow. He's really a country music artist. Yeah, he, he plays around the Southern Georgia bars. We listened. We played some of his songs on I've our radio never, show. I just, wow, I feel like I'm eight thousand years got, old right yeah, now. He's got a song about like playing uh, college football. It's really good. Uh, BYU's still a thirteen point favorite over twenty. Oh. Baylor at Kansas State. Now, this is an interesting line. Baylor this, at Kansas State. This line stinks. Ooh, boy. Oh, it's disgusting. K-State by two and a half. You are a sharp, my friend. It is a pick but it opened at two. Yeah. That's a sharp That's a sharp mind right it. there. Well, I mean... K-State's playing great football right now. Baylor's a weird team. I know they just won a game. It's in Manhattan. Well, I tell you what, we caught, Be we, careful, we caught Kansas State at the right time when when Thompson was just getting back. And Yeah, it's frustrating. I mean, it's like, that's the Iowa State team we thought we were going to get all year. Oklahoma State at Texas Tech. Texas Tech should be in the top ten in the playoff this week. <laughs> so their win is, is termed by... God gamblers as a dead cat bounce which is a horrible thing to say but it's yeah. like when you you, you, no. you know you and have the, the a cat bit bounces bounce, really high and, and then, then it, it dies yeah. so uh therefore <laughs> therefore tech will not be favored here cat boy <laughs> <laughs> oklahoma state by eight and a half eleven okay the dead, dead cat, dead cat, is cat not bounce to, is dead the dead cat will not bounce again. yes but, of course, uh, the dead I cat s- bounces right before the Iowa State game. It always Unbelievable. happens, dude. Unbelievable. <sighs> I just want to make sure I didn't... Oh, uh, UConn at Central Florida. Our Golden Knights are struggling. Our Golden Knights suck. I but, can't but believe UConn Malzahn's not doing better. Horrible. You see who they hired? Yeah, uh, the playoffs. Yeah. Jim, Jim Moore. I mean, it's son, but still. It's 24. 30 and a half. Oh, my gosh. I think it's about it. Yeah. Oh, uh, wait. No, no, no. Actually, a huge game. SMU at Cincinnati. Oh. This is a great game. This is a great yeah. group of five game. Bearcats. I would venture. I haven't looked at the whole schedule. This is a top five game in college football next week. I, yeah, it's got to be. Bearcats, 12. 12 and a half. Boom. Boom. Ladies and gentlemen, that has been another installment of Brent Bloom's Guess the Point Spread. We've seen two dead cat bounces this year between West Virginia and Texas Tech. Not I mean, great. 
I'm still pissed about the when Dan Hawkins got fired. Yeah. And then Arnaud blows out his knee. That was a rough one. I'll never forget where I was at that 20, game. 2010. I'm living in um, – no, that wasn't 2010. Yeah, it was. You sure about that? Yes. Because it came up in my Facebook memories the uh, other day. Which was the game that Arnaud threw for like eight touchdowns and we lost? That was Kansas State. That was K-State. State. Uh, that was 2008. Yeah. You know, I always say I can remember That's where I'm at. Still the – no, so Brock – he threw. We had like seven hundred yards. Yeah. So Arnott threw like four seventy that day. What was McFar- Rob McFarland? Rob McFarland was the coordinator. Elite coordinator. Mm-hmm. I think Purdy broke that record in the Monroe game, but it had a, it had lasted for eleven years. Oh yeah, yeah. You're right. I think the Monroe I, you game are broke right. It. Pretty sure. Uh, we just want to give a sincere, and I, and I mean this because, like, listen, we're passionate here on this program, but we're also humans. Very humble. And I, I really do feel bad for the Texas fan base. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is Bloom. Uh, to lose to Kansas like that. For I mean, for all those elitist, spoiled, rotten, oil trust fund babies down there in Austin, could you imagine the, you know, the cold glass of humility that they had to drink today? Kansas hadn't won a Big 12 road game since 2008. They did it against the Chiz. And a ranked the, Kansas yeah, team, by and, the way. And the Chiz blew like a 35-point lead or like a 28-point lead. At halftime. And man, it was it was Mangino. And then you have all these spoiled trust fund babies down there in Austin watching Kansas with its third-string quarterback <laughs> is a 31-point underdog. Oh, my God. Like, I didn't think anything could make my day, like, recoverable after Iowa State lost yesterday. And then this glorious affair happened in Austin. How amazing was that? They've lost five in a row. They're going to lose six. West Virginia's beating them this week. And Steve Sarkeesian is a total fraud. I've tried telling you guys. Yeah, great culture going on. Got this guy swearing at everybody on the bus. You got players posting it on social media. Really good culture guy. I'll give them credit. The news cycle moves fast. <laughs> this has at least buried the pole assassin news. <laughs> this has buried the special teams coach stripper girlfriend's monkey gnawing the kid's arm. Not talking about it. Not even talking about it anymore. I mean, you think about it. You That's get, genius. You get blasted by Iowa State. Your defensive line coach goes on a tirade on the bus that gets recorded by your player and put it on YouTube. <laughs> And then no, you go and lose to Kansas. It was genius. Any glorious fashion. That is well, that is spin control. Yeah. Spin control by Sark. <laughs> How do you get out of the news cycle? Is, Make it worse. That is brilliant. Well done. Well done. In all seriousness, if you're like, <laughs> if you're if you're Texas right now, you're Del Conte over there. What do you do? I mean, you can't fire him. No. But this is historically bad. Well, and the great thing is, when they leave, whenever it is, this is going to be at the top of the tombstone. It's like you, your last yeah. foray in the Big 12, you got beat by everybody, pretty much. And, I mean, humiliated, and too. And just not even competitive. The Kansas thing is like... In the, on that play, where it was just a... Goat rodeo in the like the <laughs> third string walk on whatever he was makes the catch. It was beautiful. 
So I had this I had this game on. I'm usually downstairs watching games for last night I just I was really depleted after Iowa State. And You're I, not alone. So I'm sitting upstairs and I'm I'm finishing up work for the day. And my wife is not a sports fan. She doesn't honestly, she loves Iowa State. She I think she cares more about how it impacts our family's morale <laughs> than she does about anything else. Now she's into the basketball because of TJ. So that Yep. You, you should have seen um, by the way, total proud dad moment. Took Cammy to the Kennesaw State game because Cammy loves TJ and their buddies. And she wanted to go. And she's six. Cammy will like watch like a couple plays of football and then it's like, ah, I'm gonna go to my room, Barbies. This kid sat there, Bloom, and reacted to everything. Awesome. So she recently went to a basketball camp. So gets kind of gets the idea. And of she's it. always watched the Iowa State women. Like she's always thought like Madison Wise was like her hero. Yep. Now now an IUPUI Jaguar. Yep. Yep. We'll keep an go eye Maddie, on Maddie. Go Maddie. Yep. Go. Go cheering for her. But Cameron, I mean Iowa State would make a basket, she'd cheer. Iowa State would get a rebound, she'd cheer. Iowa State would get a steal, she'd cheer. It was one of the coolest dad moments. So I'm, I'm bragging here on my little girl. Yeah. But I didn't even know she had a dinner to sit and react to a game like that. So to, so much to the point, I think I might buy a couple of season tickets for women's basketball and just start taking her to every game. Because I love the women. Like, that's my... That's awesome. Probably my favorite sport at Iowa State, honestly, is women's basketball. And uh, go up there and just do the clone cone thing with her and, and keep, uh, keep rallying it's, like that. It's a good reminder that... There's always another game, you know, yeah. in a way. Like, yeah. this was a hard weekend for the football team. No doubt. But yet, you know, there's always a balance. Like, it's it's like, why do we keep doing it? I had one of those things like, man, this is hard. Like, what, what's the point here? Traveling's the worst but, when, uh, after a loss yeah, like that. Yeah, it was really super difficult. hard. But yet, yeah. it's like, now nah, I'm fired up now for Tuesday night. Like, let's watch a basketball game. Then let's go to let's go to freaking Norman. Win the damn thing and, in Norman. Yeah, and we'll let's, feel let's go. Better. We'll feel better about it. And then you go, you know, hopefully. So it's like, there's always another one. And you're never over, you're never completely out I mean, of we it. We got two big games on Monday, Tuesday. I have, every men's game is a big game to me because you're just, like it's like you're watching them practice in those games. Well, and it's and I want to watch this team it, develop. There's something to the again the expectation thing when the team has low expectations. It can be a lot more fun than when they have high expectations. Um, and I think that's where we're at with the basketball program right now. But uh, you know. At the end, one thing I want to get across for the football team, because I know a lot of disappointed people, there's two games left of arguably, and I don't think it's arguable, the best collection of Iowa State football players in history. Okay? Like, this is going to be it for Purdy and Hall and Eisworth and Kohler and Iwazarike and Newell and probably Hutchinson. McDonald, probably, probably McDonald. Even. Probably maybe even Aishim. On and on and on and on, like... Listen, I know this year has not met anybody's expectations. It's been a disappointment, but uh, it's going to be so difficult to see these this class be done as Iowa State Cyclones. And I, you know, it's it's the greatest that, senior class in history. And it's not, and it's just this whole group that what they've done to elevate Iowa State in a time that Iowa State needed to be elevated. And we talked about it all last year. Last year sucked. Just holistically like the whole thing was brutal but that football team gave us something i know this year has not been great but i think this group of people deserves i mean i don't i, I don't know what you want to give them but whatever you have left i obviously you'll be there for the tcu game but i hope this season doesn't 
doesn't take away a whole lot from this collection of, of what they've done for Iowa State football and all of our good feelings about what it means to be a Cyclone because it's 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 a special group and this is why it hurts me more. Yeah, it was hard, dude. It was hard to watch to, that, but what Brock's quotes was like, yeah, oh man, it's like you these guys have given so uh, much to uh, all of us. Hummel, and he had some really power. Another one. Oh. So and I, I don't want to get too like hokey about it, but I think oh, it's real. There, there's something there of like, gosh, you just. You feel for those guys, but you also appreciate what they've given. They've laid it all out there. It hasn't gone all the way you wanted this year, but I think um, you only two times left in the regular season in a bowl game to watch these guys, and it's it's the best collection of Cyclone football players ever. I I think that's a good place to end it here. I was going to talk about my wife cheering against Texas, <laughs> just because she she hates them too. I think my wife fell asleep when she got up in the morning, and she's like. Kansas, Kansas be Texas. That's actually the first quote. So we were not. Di- hey, not hey, Brent. Good to see you. Did you make it back? From, she's like Kansas, Kansas? Texas. I don't blame her. Yeah. Um. Did you watch the end of that game? Like, because you well, you landed to a bunch of texts with you with me and Whitford. I was on a text message change exchange with Chris mainly, <laughs> sending gifts of uh, Texas related activities. Uh, and then let's just be honest. They were of monkeys, monkeys and, and strippers. Thing. Yeah, strippers mainly. <laughs> and but the game, I so I get on my phone. So I wasn't even drinking. Uh, and you know, right. I didn't get kicked off the plane. I hope I can fly to Norman now. But I actually turned my phone on with like three minutes left to oh. landing. Okay, sorry everybody. But I saw the score and I saw it was going to overtime. I'm like, oh no, because when we took off, it was forty two twenty one. So I thought, okay, man, I think Texas will make this competitive, but there's no way they can come back. Well. Once it goes to overtime, we land. It's overtime, and then we, we and then we're able to watch the uh, the final exchange with our phones, with a couple of us in the back rows. I uh, <laughs> uh, I have a story on that. We were in I think West Virginia for women's basketball one year, and because you're flying charter, so it's it's different than having like flight attendants walking up and down the. Aisle. It is, and Iowa State was it was the THT team. Okay. And they were at Tech. Tech was like in the top 10. And it was really close, and it was going down to the wire. I, I want to say it may have even been in overtime. And I did the same thing. Like, I mean, we were we were likely out of the state of West Virginia at this point, and I'm just crawling. You're just for, seeing if you can get an update. And then we won. And I, and, I, and I got to tell everybody on the plane, and I was like the hero. And it, honestly, it was one of the great moments of my life where people actually appreciated me for once. <laughs> I, I did a service to the group, and it felt really good. Yeah, yeah. So we the news spread pretty quickly throughout that plane. That I not the players, but in the back, the oh, back yeah. with us, with all you hacks. Back. Yeah. So there's all the important people, and then they, they were put you guys. They in were the in the way back, which was yeah. where we belong. All right. Anyways, <sighs> well, we'll do this next week, and then while well, you have a game. You're calling the game Sunday night. I am, and then we'll figure it out. But I'm leaving early on Monday, we'll, so we'll we're make gonna, it happen. In between, you're gonna go for the people. You're gonna go from Hilton to here. Yep, and we're gonna record. Yep, and then I'm gonna record this, post it, and then fly to New York just, with the uh, just, basketball program. That'll be fun. Uh, you got Xavier, which I don't know a lot about them yet. Virginia Tech, and either Virginia Tech or Memphis. Okay, in, in the second Could game, be the Tyler Harris reunion. Oh God. I actually didn't. I didn't mind him. So Penny Hardaway, one of those uh, other Division One coaches that 
also played in the NBA. He's the Memphis coach. Penny Hardaway, from what I hear, is the one of the great cheaters in all of college hey, basketball. You said it, man. Just he's that, recruited very well. All I'm saying is that's his reputation. I have no idea if it's true. Got, he's got a Monty Bates. Well, I'm, they got they got some guys. I'm kind of at the point now. It's like, what is cheating? Honestly, like I, I don't really. When people tell that to me, it's like, okay, well, what's he doing? Well, in ask Oklahoma State, and even you know? if you even if you get if you get penalized or if you get caught, just fight it, like Kansas and LSU and Arizona have. How does Will Wade still have a job? I don't know, but that's what. So Boynton. Again, this podcast has gone way too long. No, it's fine. People but, love it. But boy. Boynton, people love us. Boynton, Boynton got so Oklahoma State did probably the least of that bunch of yeah. that whole infraction because they're stuff. Oklahoma State. That and they cooperated. Yeah, don't cooperate. And so Boynton said in his press conference, like, just basically, I think it was kind of a direct shot at, at self and Kansas and those others. Like those guys did it way worse. They fought it and they're okay now. Well, for now. We cooperate, and we're the ones getting penalized. So don't cooperate. It's a bad system right now. I don't know. I mean, three years from now, it's going to look completely different anyway. But it it's is a bad, a bad system, but you know how you mess with things is you mess with people's money. And yeah. right now, I mean, if you're if you this is a new podcast, but if you're the NCAA and you've profited off of this, not just the NCAA, I'm talking universities, athletic departments, administrators, and you've profited off of this for as long as you have. You're staring at it right now, and you're terrified. You mm-hmm. have to find a, a way to massage this thing so it doesn't just get completely ripped just out taken, from under you. Taken away. Yeah. that I, I it, truly believe that. Yeah, it's still, uh, gosh, for as much splash as the summer, I think it'll heat back up again at some point with the sensible stuff and potentially perform, or you know having your own power, whatever league. So, anywho. On to Norman. Well, Bloom, it's always a uh, it's always a pleasure when you grace us with your presence here at the uh, Cyclone Fanatic Home Office. Man, you gotta bottle up whatever you had tonight. I'm Close fired. Up. Keep 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 it going. I'm fired up. I just need to stay off. I rarely read my notifications on Twitter, my mentions, but yesterday I did, and it just got me. It you got me the going. worst part. I had a. Uh, so I remember complaining about Baylor. I, I couldn't get. The Shiner in Texas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I even had a Shiner Friday night. How was it? It's great. And then top five beer on the planet. It was good. Saw a guy Barry Peterson down there. Uh, Shout Barry, out BP. BP. I'm looking forward to having me a Yingling on draft in New oh, York. Oh, here we go. Scotty C and I are going to have a Thanksgiving dinner at this bar where um, George Washington used to meet with the troops. It's 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 called Francis. I got us resis today. <laughs> Glad they're open. <laughs> Who would have thought? OpenTable.com. Think about ten years ago in my life. Yeah, you're gonna be dining with Scott Christofferson <laughs> at a Revolutionary War museum over Thanksgiving. Over Thanksgiving. While TJ coaches yeah. the team. While that, what? <laughs> while that lunatic <laughs> is the head coach of your f- unbelievable. Life comes at you fast, everybody. All right, Bloom. Have a good week. All right. Thanks, everybody. We appreciate y'all. Hopefully we made you laugh and not be as mad. Love you guys. It won't be the-